And there's our first burgundy burnouts. Damn it, right again before I leave for work. But wouldn't have been fine if I didn't work an hour and a half over. Screw my data plan. I'm listening. Yeah, sorry about this. Basically, what happened was, um, I know we've been shying away from our uh, usual Wednesday schedule uh, as of late, but it's due to various um, things like New York Comic Con. You were working on your bike, and then mm -hmm. um, this one, we're going to Austin tomorrow, so mm -hmm. we can't do the podcast because we can't take any of the equipment with us. Right. And so, yeah, we're just sort of squeezing in the podcast. This was kind of last minute because I decided to sleep over at Brian's so that we can just literally go from here to the airport. Nick and, will be sleeping on this futon where I'm sitting right now. Which is super cozy, by the way. And I brought my own blanket and uh, blankets and pillows, so it's going to be very nice. Um, uh, this podcast can really only go to 9 p.m. Eastern because in about 30 minutes, I'm going to take a sleeping pill because normally I go to sleep at like one in the morning, mm. but we have, but I really have to be zonked out by like nine because yeah. we have to, because well, nine 30 mm. and I have to wake up at six 30. The key turns on the Forester at seven o'clock on the dot, which means we are out this door at six 50. <laughs> to walk to the car to write down my mileage and get on the way yeah which to to uh to the airport um anyway yeah uh, don't let me i can't drink any more of this because if i drink any more nick came over and brought wine oh i because i was just gonna burn through all these anyway um cause, thank you for giving me one. Oh yeah absolutely uh, let, um, me, let me get you some water i can oh uh, i have waters in the uh rudders bag right there oh, okay. uh big ass water um and an in, in irresponsible large amount of water uh but yeah the um long story short is uh that this is basically just Yes, it's the Milestone Podcast number 50, but much in the same way the Milestone 30th uh, season of Survivor was just sort of another season, this is just sort of going to be another podcast. We're going to get right into the uh, live chat. Uh, there was a question from somebody whose name has scrolled past, but asked the question, how many people are we expecting for the RCR Austin meet? And uh, we're expecting 200 cars, but beyond that, I'm not entirely sure. Um, we're basically in a point where over the course of an average meet, I mean, we'd get at least a hundred who, you know, show up at one point or another, not a hundred cars necessarily, but at least a hundred people, you know, from major fans to people who are casually familiar to disinterested girlfriends who are there to sort of humor their boyfriends and sort of just deal with it <laughs> we would kind of just endure us i guess but for the most part yeah that's kind of um what we're expecting so yeah brian's getting food he's getting his dinner i mean i already have my dinner over there but i'm gonna wait until after this for uh the the itis to kick in because I'm going to eat. I'm going to get that sleepy feeling. I'm going to be conked right out and I'm just going to immediately go to bed. And yeah, it's going to be great because we have that airplane uh, to take in the morning and uh, it's going to be a four hour flight. They're not going to feed us on it, which again is fine. Uh, I'm just one of those people who's going to sleep through the whole flight anyway. So it is what it is. Nick, 
I, I know this is Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. But I'm about to pour... Well, they came in plastic bottles, so let's be yeah, honest. Let's be honest. This is um, not top shelf. I am going to combine... Cabern, I'm going to combine Cab Sav with store brand seltzer water. Here we go. What if you hit on to like a new taste sensation? This will be like that episode of Doug where they accidentally spill the banana pudding on top of the pepperoni pizza and create a new like flavor sensation. It tastes like... Hmm. Better than it has any right to? No. It tastes like, um, Fresca. <laughs> it tastes like Fresca. Delightful. Because, like, the, the, um, the salsa water is unflavored, and now the strong flavor of the wine just got diluted to hell, but it's a dry red, so there isn't a whole lot of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Just like Fresca. Very nice. Very nice indeed. So uh, the submission process is underway for uh, the Webby Awards. Oh, and yeah. I kind of want to get nominated. The problem is, is getting nominated for a Webby Award per category that you want to enter is $345. Nope. Right? And so uh, somebody on the regular Cars Brown posting Facebook was like, you should just uh, do a live stream concert of just you and Brian, like Brian on drums and me playing songs from the album and uh, to raise money to enter the best writing category. But like the problem with that is that even if we send in the th like it doesn't mean we're going to get nominated, but it's one of those things where I also feel like and again, this is not to like suck our own kneecaps, but it's that if you actually watch like the video, I feel like it's pretty good. Like, I don't think it's a bad or a, a snooty narcissistic thing to say that I think we're good writers mm. and that I think, you know, a lot of things that would be nominated, you know, well, Okay, but here's the thing of, like, what would we be competing against, writing-wise? Are we competing against legit, like, studios? Yeah, of of competing against fiction as opposed to, okay, here's this weird review of a car where a third of the script is just facts. You mm -hmm. know, it would have to be something incredibly in-depth and... Um, you know, I think someone uh, recommended the van truck or the um, the Dodge Viper, which I forgot was this year because we filmed it last year. Mm. Uh, but it didn't go up until like January. Mm. So it was one of the last reviews that went up before we left for New Zealand. And uh, yeah, so I forgot that was a 2018 thing. Now, weirdly enough, in the music categories... Like, my Christmas songs are always the ones that I'm really proud of, you know, because those are the ones where I feel like I can actually s put them out there and say, like, those are good songs. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to, like, put different kinds of stars out there, but it's one of those things where I don't know what the eligibility period is because that came out last December. Yeah. But still, like, that's a good-ass song. Like, it, it, you know, it's... I don't know. that, But... <laughs> Uh, My glass is in the shape of a can, so I put the can on top of it. Uh, I saw a star is born over the weekend, and uh, I'll just keep this to a five-second review. Um, 
A Star is Born is proof that a movie being predictable as hell does in no way preclude it from being absolutely remarkable. Is it more or less predictable than the Adam Sandler vehicle? It's about on par. Okay. Um, because for the most part, A Star is Born, It's this is the fourth time the movie's been remade. And it follows the same general skeleton. But, you know, it's the music is great. Uh, Bradley Cooper can surprisingly sing. And, uh, yeah, he directed it himself. And so he's probably going to get a Best Actor nomination. And it's hard to... One of the hardest things to do is direct yourself to an acting nomination. John Leguizamo, I think, did that. In the Emmys, I think he did. Hmm. Uh, He's never been nominated for an Oscar. But, like... And Lady Gaga is probably, like, the front runner for Best Actress right now. She's totally going to pull a share in Moonstruck Mm. and, like, walk away with that. And, you know, she would deserve it, too. Although... It's supposed to be Glenn Close's year, like because she's a bridesmaid, never a bride. And now she has like arguably one of her best roles. And hopefully now she'll be able to win. But apparently, like, you know, Lady Gaga is taking the whole thing by storm. But like Lady Gaga, Gaga can win in the original song category. And, you know, that'd be great. But, um, yeah. Um, other things. Oh, uh. I needed to bring this up before I forget, just quick before we get into the questions this week. I was browsing through our cars and just saw that um, Volkswagen was hit with a $926 million fine over the Audi diesel emission cheating. Oh, that that suit just finally came to pass? Yeah. And so it's like a billion dollars, like almost a billion dollars. That's obscene to me, although... I'm trying to think of like the 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 fairness of it. Now, granted, like okay, world's smallest violin, it's Volkswagen. You know what I mean? Right. But that's an insane amount of money, and I don't know how they're going to be expected to pay that out. My unless, guess is they're not. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably the lawyers will find a way to um, continuously delay payment over some. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons style rule lawyering <laughs> exception, and I've never played Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, but I know the terminology. Yeah. In the same way that Disney keeps extending the, uh, um, the public cop- domain, yeah, the, changing the law for public domain, we can't, to keep we can't let Mickey fall into the public domain. What will the people do to them? It's I was watching the uh, Down the Rabbit Hole about uh, furries, and mm-hmm. they do the whole thing about. Um, it, it starts out with these characters sort of drawn in a certain way. And I think that's what Disney's afraid of. If they're going to be drawn in a certain way, which I'm like, are they not already? Like if you go to a porn streaming site, you're going to see Peter Griffin and Lois like banging or you're going to see Homer. Yeah. It's, why, why is it always family guy? I don't know. There's nothing fantastic about that. I see My Little Pony hermaphroditic porn more. <laughs> I would rather look at that. And I guarantee you, if someone saw Mickey, like, taking it off the ass, mm-hmm. taking, getting his monkey licked mm-hmm. the whole time, like, no one would really bat an eye, really. It's just the fear, I guess, that kids are going to see Even it. Even which... Family Guy, they did a joke about that, too. Yeah, of like, yeah, Make I went to a you, porn site. You want to be a star, don't you? You want to be a star, don't you? Yeah. Hey. Do I have to? Like, mini- yeah. 
It's 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 that type of thing. But um, chest flatter than an aircraft carrier. <laughs> and then uh, the absolute last thing was um, apparently that Mercedes AMG one is delayed because it idles at five thousand RPM, which Mercedes what AMG one, which apparently uh, hang on I'm trying to five hundred RPM five thousand. It's oh, a okay. Le- it's a street legal hypercar. Looks like that. It's very uh God, there was a Maserati uh that looks like a lot like the there was a Maserati version of the Enzo that looked like that. I forget what it was. Huh. Guy in the regular chat says, by the way, Mickey's first short, Steamboat Willie, will fall into public domain in twenty twenty four. Not if the uh lawyers mm-hmm. have anything to say about it. Yep. They're getting on that damn thing. But um I want to get to some of your super chat. Yeah, let's see what we've got on tap for F5. our F five. Let's see. F five to freedom. It's I'm gonna hit. O- I'm gonna hit F five more than Brock Lesnar. Uh oh, the actor who played uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the Social Network. Oh, uh, oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah. More than Jesse Eisenberg hit F five at the end of the the uh, oh the, social the end Network. of the movie and trying to see F5. if the, you know the request is respond to yeah. God, that movie's so good. Yeah, it has good. the most perfect trailer of all time. Soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, it to really end is. with Rich Man by yeah. the Beatles. Well, but also like the score is amazing. It's this lo- it's this living thing that, you know, I absolutely understand why Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross won an Oscar for it. Um, it's almost criminal that it lost Best Picture to the King's Speech, but I get why that yeah, happened. Yeah, the King's Speech was It's it's Oscar bait. It's yeah. it's catnip for them. Um <laughs> You know, David Fincher is one of is almost like too challenging for them. Although I say that, and Moonlight won Best Picture, and that movie is in no way Oscar bait. But mm. yeah, I, it is what it is. Brad Devlin says ideas for merch: a search a shirt with Roman silhouette and a caption that says "But yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Uh, also, so uh, yeah, so uh, like yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, but yeah. It's kind of my transitional phrase because I have this thing where uh, I start talking before I know what I'm going to say. Because if I actually think about what I'm going to say, I'm never going to get around to actually talking. It's like when Homer is going to rob the Quickie Mart and debating whether he should. And then by the time he decides, I'm going to do it, I'll rob the Quickie (laughs) Mart. And he's already on the way home. It's like, oh, then next time. But yeah. Damn it. (laughs) Let's see. Triad. Sorry, I'm eating on mic. I need them gains because I haven't been doing any leg work. This is week and a half. My my knee is feeling fine. And the last time I was out at the gym, I was thinking, you know, I could probably do the elliptical. And I'm like, wait. No. Follow the doctor's orders. Not until you get your six-week checkup. Yeah. That's like what happened with uh, Kerry Von Erich, the pro wrestler from Dallas, Texas, who ended up, uh, well, basically ended up killing himself but that's not the point of the story the point of the story is the doctors told him do not walk out basically he got in this motorcycle wreck Mm -hmm. and they had like the bottom part of his foot was messed up and they were able to reconstruct it with all the nerve endings and everything and there's like just don't walk on this don't put any weight on it for i forget how long like two months whatever Mm -hmm. and eventually like the painkillers had him feeling so good he's like oh i could totally walk on this walk on it crunch now they have to like amputate that part of the foot and so he had like a fake like 
keel basically uh-huh. and eventually and then he was on like pain pills so basically the moral of the story is if the doctors say don't do this yeah don't, don't do, do this. that <laughs> yeah um triad holsters llc no question but thank, thank you very you for much your for your donation yeah burgundy burnouts hey. my again my google pixel 3xl is arriving tomorrow i'm so hype hashtag production value best camera best camera on smartphone p.s to everybody who asks what camera they should use for making videos use your phone i guess with a google pixel i actually- don't use my phone my phone is an iphone 5 it's not even an s it's a 5 well, I, my uh, New York Comic Con video is done and coming out, and the majority of that was shot on my cell phone because this, I mean, okay, the lens isn't wide like a GoPro is, but basically there's some kind of uh, card issue, like SD card issue with my GoPro. I mentioned this off mic last week, mm. and I still haven't figured out what it was um, that's causing it. Uh, but basically it's, it will run for like a minute at a time and then just say SD card error and it'll still save the footage that rolled. That was kind of what I was afraid of, but of losing the footage. So I got me sort of going into the place where they're selling the game of Thrones whiskey. And then the rest of it, I like, I have on my phone Mm -hmm. and that I just put together, uh, because they just modeled the whole thing to look like, you know, Hey, we're North of the wall and we got game of Thrones whiskey and it's, or scotch. I keep forgetting to kind of separate the differences between whiskey, scotch and bourbon. Although I'm not entirely sure what the differences are. Uh, I think bourbon is virgin casts. Hmm which means there's never been anything in these barrels before. Yeah. Scotch uses used bourbon barrels, I think. Someone in the comments will correct me. Yeah. Anyway, 15 minutes until I take a sleeping pill. Dan Dunlop says, you guys say Mario weird. Maybe it's just an East Coast thing. Maybe. Also, good luck at Harris Hill in the meet. Won't be able to make it down from Washington. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's quite a ways, isn't it? Yeah, that's... San Marcos... Well, I'm not sorry. The Austin is like central, south central Texas. Texas itself is like three Pennsylvanias. Tell me about it. I say Mario. Mario? Yeah. Super Mario. Super Mario. Mario I've Brothers. never Super said Mario. 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 Like, that just sounds... Mario. Well, I mean, part of it is that I have an uncle, Mario. Um, and so he's mm. kind of, and now granted, I haven't seen him in 25 years, but I mean, he exists and I know he's out there. So, Hey, if you're watching uncle Mario, uh, this Sutter home Cabernet Sauvignon is mm. for me, but I'd also like to think it's for you too. Mm. Jamie Alvarez doesn't say anything. Thank you so much for your donation. Say hi to Eddie for me. <laughs> nice. Um, John Woods is going to look at a 1967 Dodge Dart with a slant six, buying it for a weekend cruiser. Excellent choice for a weekend cruiser. Don't worry about any sort of vapor locking. You might be able to get a, uh, thermal, uh, uh, gasket that can go in between the carburetor and the intake manifold that helped my Falcon a lot. Uh, there was a particular hill where I sometimes would vapor lock or fuel starve a little bit. Ever since uh, Bruce put that uh, gasket on, hasn't done it. Works great. 
Oh, Jamie Alvarez again. Oh, a uh, song for a uh, question for Nick. Oh, uh, Nick, your song at the end of the Cadillac video had me rolling. And also, I love that you guys. Bleh, bleh. Also, I love that you guys provide point of view videos instead of your face while driving. Well, thank you very much for the kind words about the song. Um, I, I see some people in the regular chat have said uh, that offered similar compliments, and I very much appreciate that. I had no idea that people would like the song that much. Uh, it was kind of like a last minute thing, but. Uh, the point of view videos, it's kind of spree springs from the fact that, well, I mean, like we don't really have a choice. Like the GoPro is on your head, mm -hmm. so you can't show our face. And the weird thing is that in the Cadillac video, like you have the GoPro on the Steadicam on the, the on the stick. Mm -hmm. And so you can show our faces in the back while we're just chilling and riding love the riding back. that car yeah no it was delightful and it felt very much like a just a cruise a pleasant afternoon cruise and uh yeah it and i love seeing the comments of how many people's minds it changed of people who felt a certain way about cadillacs or about mm, these types yeah. of cars and realizing that it's more than the sum of its parts. They were very much a unique vehicle in the 60s in that they shared very little parts with the rest of the GM uh, yeah. fleet. And when you bought a Cadillac in the 60s and then in the early 70s and certainly the 50s, you were getting something so exclusive from everything else. I mean, that's when the name Cadillac meant Cadillac. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're never getting back to that again. It... it you know, we never had a Rolls Royce or Bentley in the United States, but in the 60s, our Cadillac and to almost an equal extent or someone are someone argue an equal extent that the Chrysler Imperial, which I'd love to get a hands on that Chrysler Imperial was the. Um, uh, and also the Lincoln Continental in the early 60s as well, it was the Lincoln Continental the Cadillac brand itself and then the Chrysler Imperial were these three world-beating cars. Yeah, and that was from the period where Chrysler was trying. Yeah. Or, you know, because... Yeah, six, 60s. Yeah. And off topic, uh, happy belated birthday to Lee Iacocca. I'm not sure how old he is now, but Whoa. I... Um, he hasn't passed. I haven't seen no, anything on Jalopnik. Thank, thank the Lord, knock on wood. But basically, uh, I uploaded a bunch of the old RCR stories to the podcast stream or, or the RSS feed because... They weren't up there and I didn't realize they weren't up there until someone pointed it out to me. So I said, let me upload them. And the Lee Iacocca one happened to be one of them. So it just happened to go up yesterday on his birthday. So mm. that's kind of, you know, incidental. But we do have a series of answers to the whiskey question. This one was, uh, oh, dad clicked. Uh, basically, eh, eh, you answer something. Oh, wait, no, here it is. Never used YouTube says bourbon equals corn mash. Whiskey equals all barrel aged booze. Scotch equals distilled spirits aged in used whiskey barrels. Ah. Whereas this person says scotch is made in Scotland and is uh, aged for a minimum of three years. Bourbon is made in the USA, USA aged in new oak casks with 51% minimum corn mash. And they are all whiskeys. And then this person says, whiskey is any booze from fermented grain mash. Scotch is malted barley mostly, mm. sometimes just malted barley, water, and yeast, aged in oak, made in Scotland. And bourbon is at least 51% corn made in the U.S. But again, mm. they're basically all whiskeys, I suppose. So I, 
again, I still, I'm not going to remember any of that. But they all taste good. They all taste wonderful. I am going to have, I think I'll have a drink tomorrow at Philadelphia Airport before we get on the plane. Well, I want to get something in Austin because I think, well, I've heard that their selection is... Pretty good. Delightful. Pretty good. Austin knows how to eat. <laughs> yeah. And and if they the thing have... is, we're going to not have that much time to go into Austin. The schedule for our filming starting tomorrow is uh, tomorrow we go direct from the airport to the Onnit headquarters. We get a tour of the Onnit Academy. Um, uh, I need to film some stuff like some sit down... Oh, I guess they're called on the flies where you put the camera in front of someone and they give their sort of parks and rec, the office style interviews where they talk about the food truck because they say the on its food truck. Everybody hates it. Why? They say it breaks down a lot. Oh, you mean like the people who have to deal with drive this, drive this food truck. No one likes it. they say after we're done with it, they're selling it. That I mean, maybe it's not making a profit. Maybe it's such a pain in the ass for them yeah. as a promotional vehicle. They're not going to use it. We get to send it off. That's yeah. nice. Oh, um, hey, Tony Richardson. PHL is calling for 22 knot gusts tomorrow morning. Might be a bit bumpy out there. Don't spill your in-flight drink. No worries because I don't think we're getting one. <laughs> no. Nah. I thought we were going to get one because we were sitting in, it in uh, the premium economy seats. I thought we got free drinks and free food. Turns out we don't. Nope. Um, so 22 knots in the morning. Tony, uh, our... Uh, uh, Let's see. Boarding time for our flight, which is flight 1988. No way. American 1988. Uh, PHL to AUS. Uh, boarding time, 1025 in the morning. Probably wheels up at, I don't know, 1045, something like that. Depending. So it's going to be mid-morning. Yeah. But we, I, I told the guys that on it, like, look, we have crazy, we've been having crazy weather all this time in the East Coast. So we're supposed to be there. Uh, we're supposed to be at the offices by three. But, you know, if we're not, I'll let you know. Yeah. And also, they're calling for on and off rain all week in Austin. Yeah, I have an umbrella, but that's not going to do much when we're out there filming. No, good call. I mean, it's the least I can do. Mm-hmm. The bare minimum of things. Cactus catastrophe. Upcoming drive to Jacksonville, Florida in my 2005 Honda Civic. Okay. Going to be listening to the RCR podcast the whole way. Oh, thank you. Any RCR road trips happening in the future during which you don't get on a plane besides Canada? Yeah, besides Canada. Ames, Iowa? Or is it Eames, Iowa? Ames, Iowa. I keep saying I'm going to come to Ames, Iowa. Um, My friend Tom works at the university there. And... Uh, that would be interesting. People say, come to Wisconsin. There's a lot of stuff there. Have we been to Indiana yet, or did we just yeah, drive South through Bend. it? Yeah, South Bend. Well, okay. I, mean, we, I mean, we stayed in South Bend for, what, what like a night? Yeah. And uh, we were right next to the, the Jay Willies, which was featured on Kitchen Nightmares, that closed down. It was in the lot really? that our uh, hotel was in, and it had already closed down. Oh. It was a steakhouse. Um, I don't know, like 80 to 90% of the businesses on kitchen nightmares closed down because yeah. the owners are morons but uh, we ate at a ponderosa 
Yeah, Ada Ponderosa, which I, I'm okay. I like, like I, I, it was I, like wonderful, it was a chew down memory line. It's, it, yeah, my thing with Ponderosa is that was the spot when I was growing up. Well, okay, the only other place that was more the spot was York Steakhouse mm-hmm. in the Fairgrounds Mall. That was like a proper restaurant that they sit uh, and a proper, you know, just steakhouse that they just put in a mall for some reason. And now it's a dead mall. Henry. Oh, I remember doing what you're doing right now. Henry said podcast star as soon as I finished donating plasma. Tuesday night is made. I've been there. I've been there, man. Did it three times. I got 35 bucks for my plasma and I thought I felt like a king. Yeah. What what year in college are you? (laughs) I was out of college. by Oh, I was in college when I gave plasma because every bus on the blue loop in Penn State had the sign that said you can make up to two hundred dollars donating plasma. Now, me being like a uh, what a sophomore junior in college. And thinking he knows everything, just completely like read over the up to part mm. and thought like, I'm going to walk in with my big old dick. And uh, at the time, <laughs> again, ex- exaggerating. And mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get $200. And no, I may be left with like 25 bucks, nah. but it is what it is. You know, it's, I don't know what it is, but like the donating part is kind of a weird fascination to me. Like, I remember one time I donated blood just to get the cookie at the end because I was sitting around. I was starving. I'm a broke college student who's like living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, well, you get like orange juice and a cookie out of this. So let me just go there. You know, they're like, did you eat anything today? I'm like, no, I have not. (laughs) It's like 1130 a.m. I have a class at like two and I'm just sitting there like giving blood and they have this thing where they're uh, saying that, oh, you're going to uh, we need you to like lay down for a bit, you know, or after you give the blood because we can't let you leave here because they assumed I was driving out of there. I'm like, I don't own a car. It's Penn State. Yeah, <laughs> it's pointless to own a car in here. But yeah. um, that was the one time where I got kind of like lightheaded and mm-hmm. thought like, eh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. But hey, cookie and orange juice. Yeah. Sugar and carbs. Hey. <laughs> Did you get only one cookie? One cookie. Yeah. Fuck that. I should have given you a three. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a decent sized cookie. All it wasn't right. like a very big cookie, but yeah. Man, I, mean, I used to steal food in college. I used to know where they were having some sort of presidential luncheon. Mm. And they didn't have security. I remember walking in oh, like oh. afterwards and or before. They're setting up. No one knows anything. I would walk in and I would find someone who wasn't wearing a suit and they say, did Charles come through here yet? And they'd say, who? And they say, and I'd say, wow, what would I say? Did Charles come through here yet? And if they said no, I, you know, I picked a normal name. <laughs> Charles come through here, through here yet? And they would say, who? Charles, the guy with the PowerPoint, assuming that every single luncheon everywhere would have the PowerPoint. Yeah. And say, oh, he's supposed to have the USB drive. And if they say, who are you? I'd say, I'm from, I'm Brian from ACE. And ACE is Association of Campus Events. Because there's so many areas and subcommittees on colleges. You can bullshit your way into any conference room. Yeah. And... And 
it, it's the old adage that you can get into anywhere with a clipboard. <laughs> yeah. Say, okay. Okay, well, let me know when he comes and I'm reaching for food and just taking it. And if they say, hey, you can't take that. And I say, don't worry, it's okay. And leave. <laughs> what are they going to do? Call campus, please. Or when they're done, it was even better when I was a graduate uh, graduate assistant because then they'd give me, they'd give me food. But another way, I used to sneak into the dining hall through the loading dock. Yeah, and then I pretend to, to pretend to be looking for someone, like in the office, <laughs> and he wasn't there. And then I just walk into the cafeteria, start, yeah. eat, start eating yeah. food. Yeah, no, they, uh, there's like this Bob's Burgers from this past Sunday that had this genius way, uh, this way that this guy ate for free by tricking them into thinking he paid by giving them twenty dollars and saying like, okay, basically I'll give you twenty dollars up front for my meal ahead of time because they think he's a guy who dine and dashed. And he's like, no, 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 that was my twin brother. But here, to prove to you that I'm not like my twin brother, I will give you this $20 so as assurance that I can pay for the meal. And after they're done, it's like, well, that was $11. And so they give him, you know, like the $9 and change him. And he thinks like, wait a minute, no, this should be different. Basically, like long story short, he gets them to, uh, all right, just give me back the 20 and you take the 11 and it's like wait a minute he came in here with 20 dollars and he left with 20 dollars <laughs> like he basically just ate free it was just a weird grift of like what are you going you're literally gonna rook a burger joint a poor burger joint uh, out of 11 dollars but yeah ice Inc. says gonna play this podcast over texas senate debate in an hour and to see if i can tell the difference there's a senate debate going on in texas in Tejas, in your own, in, in the Republic of Texas, <laughs> Texas is an anagram for taxes. Tax ass. Don't. <laughs> I kind of. I was thinking of doing this when we're having the meet, like the fan meet on Saturday, but I realized like it's almost too expected to do it there. But what I want to do is like a car show video where instead of ripping on the cars, it's like a compliment rap battle where like we just compliment the cars, but like in funny ways of like, you know, um, Dodge Avenger, at least you're not a blah, 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 or, yeah. or you know, at least you're not in prison. Yeah. Toyota <laughs> Celica, you're. You're, you smell nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's a good idea. Yeah, because it's I. I don't know. I guess I saw a compliment rap battle and got an idea of like what I wanted to do. Because you see a lot of people going out there like I like your, I like the smile on your face when you're dancing and the way you shave your beard. You look mad handsome, like that <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> uh, train lover, train lover. Thank mm. you for your art. I guess it's art. Uh, the chat I can live without, but the reviews are great. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Thanks. Jeff V. Thoughts on the first generation 1983 to 1991 Mitsubishi Montero. Uh, it's a car for, for uh, wives within their first three years of marriage who want to move up in expectations in life. And it's a way for the husband to work her expectations because he still wants a uh, Ford Explorer. Here's a... oh. Oh, you say Mitsubishi Montero. For a moment, I thought you said Mitsub uh, uh, Mercury Mountaineer. Right. Mitsubishi Montero. That was a completely different vehicle, even though if it, even though it's a still, a still an SUV. Looks like a poor man's Defender. I won't argue with you there. Just pick one up as a beater. Good choice. 
It's got metal tie downs. Good. A two din radio. I wonder what's in the other din. Is it an equalizer or is there a legit CD player in that thing? And the interior is brown. And I witness you, Jeff. Thoughts on the first gen Mitsubishi? Those things pass me by. You don't see Mitsubishi SUVs rolling around in Pennsylvania at all. We don't. We don't have any Mitsubishi. We got. We have some Mitsubishi dealership, but I don't know where it is. Mm. I think Cash for Clunkers ate a lot of those cars up, and also it's early '90s, so they didn't have a chance. Oh, I mentioned in the regular cars Brown posting group that that's a final five uh, story. I've narrowed down the next RCR stories, other than the one coming out in six days. All five episodes dropping on the same day, so beyond that. Uh, down to one of five stories and one of them is cash for clunkers and its effect on the used car market which i think like it's in the lead right now in the unofficial official poll on the brown posting group um because i wanted to do either that or um like the death of pontiac but there are like other things in that mixing that are like you know british leyland uh the arab oil embargo like there are so many that i want to do and my, my votes for cash for clunkers. yeah because my thing is like i want to do one and have it out for christmas and i'm thinking like there's a story there but it's not going to take the better part of like seven months to do it because i don't have to go through court documents and have all this other weird you know i don't know there was a lot of reasons that the one coming out next week took so long but trust me it'll be worth it it's it's a long one for those of you who are wanting uh uh a really long rcr podcast to listen to uh nick's documentary is gonna be yeah that's that's a road trip that's yeah that's a road trip one yeah because that's like when all five episodes together is probably like three hours because what is it? It's like 20 minutes an episode. And then the last episode is like 38 minutes. So it's whatever. Red Speeder 98. What do you think of the Pontiac uh, G6 GXP? Yeah, it's a Holden. Is there a better, cheaper way to go fast that is also reliable? Corvette C5. The, yeah. See, the thing is, you have a rare American car with parts that are filled with Australian stuff, and it's mid nineties. It's mid nineties, so the interior isn't going to be any better than a Corvette C five. Oh, and every single C five you find is going to be owned by some winga dinga guys. Oh, uh, he says G six is the Malibu. You're thinking of the G eight. You're right. I apologize. I am thinking of the G eight. Is there a better, cheaper way to go fast that is also as reliable? It's not reliable. There was that Buick that had an LS in it. Go fast. Uh, Cheaper. See, gosh, if you want to just... Yeah, the G8's going to (laughs) be... Yeah, the answer is going to be a G8. Mm. Or it's going to be a a 7th generation Honda Accord 6MT. Gives you like 256 horsepower. And it doesn't look like anything. But if you're already talking about a Pontiac, you want people to know you're going fast, whereas the Honda doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still saying Corvette C5. Might as well. Uh, Green Bean. Was Battle Tanks games a part of your childhood, either PS1 or N64? Nope. 
I think I played Global uh, Battle Tanks Global Assault on uh, N64. Um, it's fine. Like it's it's a fun. Uh, that was the time of car destruction games of car combat. There you go. Like the Twisted Metal. Carmageddon. Uh, Carmageddon. Uh, there was another one. I think it was called Road Trip or something along those lines mm. where everyone was like a parody of the um, of America. Mm-hmm. You know, like you had the Southern girl who was a gator wrestler who <sighs> and then somebody else who I, I don't know. I think there was like a French guy in there somewhere. All I know is that the one. No, the two combat car combat games that I really loved that I felt were like genuinely excellent were Twisted Metal 2 and Twisted Metal Black, which were completely different generations. But Twisted Metal Black was the uh, game that introduced me to um, Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Like I hadn't heard the song before then uh, because, you know, I'm 2001. Yeah, I'm 16. And, Mm. you know, I don't know, Dick, I'm listening to to ween and to i mean like ween is good like don't get me wrong ween yeah Yeah, ween is great uh but i was i listened to a lot of soundtracks growing up like rather than like straight up albums that Mm -hmm. i was buying like albums that i owned were like sugar ray and harvey danger and and stunt obviously but I also had like the soundtrack to American Pie, the first Sex Files movie, the Godzilla 1998 yeah. movie, and those are all good soundtracks. Uh-huh. But it's yeah, they yeah, Huff Daddy song on that. Every single one of those soundtracks introduced me to something that I ended up treasuring for the rest of my life. I, he said, as if he has already died. But I really do, you know, found stuff, find stuff that I really ended up enjoying. So yeah, uh, the actual team Ryan says uh thanks for putting on thanks for putting rcr stories on the podcast stream it's all nick love the new aesthetic keep it weird yeah the reason my radwood video was a music video was because they had copyrighted music blaring in the background Mm. most of my riffing videos at car shows are done on the spot. I could, if I wanted to record the segments afterwards, but these are videos that I like to kick out with the quickness. So I don't like having that extra step. I like to get the videos in and out as fast as possible. Plus, I liked every single car there and had a hard time saying bad things about them. Third reason. I've never been more recognized at a car show than at that one, apart from our own. Yeah, yeah. I tr- I, it took me an hour to walk like 200 yards. Mm. I, every car I was at, I got stopped. And people were waiting for me to riff. And people were doing the voice to me as Mm. if to prompt me to do it myself. People were saying the word brown to me. Mm. So I knew I was on a stage at Radwood, Philly. And the expectations for me to be entertaining were higher than a normal car show. And also the thrill of doing something bad wasn't there. Mm. 
because I could really say anything I wanted and people would laugh as opposed to when I'm at Carlisle and I'm a bunch around a bunch of wingadingas yeah. who don't have a sense of humor. And so it's thrilling to make fun of their car five feet from them doing that mumble voice where I can't wait for my hungry man dinner you know that (laughs) (laughs) his hungry man Salisbury steak Uh, because he's right right, fuck there yeah (laughs) and so there's a thrill for me to do that with a and the thrill wasn't there at Radwood. And that's the thing. Like, you and I don't like confrontation. No. But there is something to riffing on a car when the person's right there. I was talking with Brian off mic about how I'm getting a lot more comfortable with the whole car show format. And a lot of people are like, oh, get your own thing. I'm like, the... I'm getting that. Yeah, cool. Water. Uh, water, right. water, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, the RCR, like, we have similar senses of com- uh, of comedy, of you know our sense of humor is similar so it's kind of like you can't i I don't really see it as ripping anything off it's just the style of humor that we have we're just gonna go around and we're gonna say stuff about cars and so like you'll see uh i guess next week with my new york comic-con video where a lot of that is it's more about cars than the uh past comic-con videos where there weren't that many cars there this time there were more cars there they had a lot of really weird wrappings on them and uh also i did cars in parking lots uh cars on the street cars passing by like all that type of stuff but in between there's a bunch of really weird sort of stuff that you only find at comic cons you know a lot of weird people in cosplay and a lot of uh you know sort of incidental celebrity encounters that aren't really celebrity encounters because you don't know it like last week when i mentioned the whole hormone monster being nick kroll without Ah. realizing it uh and so it ends up being like one of those weird things but yeah it's fun uh yeah oh uh thanks for the compliment evan uh who said hey following me on instagram and great work in the weight loss um i've put a little bit back on i think i'm like at 192 where i was at 188 Mm. uh because solely because of like new york i think because yes the options to eat well there are there but i was in total save money mode and so which it, it compels you to eat like garbage pizza yeah pizza uh burgers uh freaking you know steak sandwiches whatever they have that is on a truck a food truck yeah and you're just uh but one of those food trucks that doesn't have any branding on it it's just a truck Mm -hmm. that happens to have food coming out of it yeah but mm. twin leaf says headed down to the show this weekend cool Hey, I'll be look look for a beat up Prius. Like how beat up? Yeah, on a scale. I've seen some nasty ass second gen Priuses rolling around. Yeah, like on a scale of like Street Fighter game over screens. I think anyone who likes cars can't help but drive angry in these things. Yeah, Prius drivers do have a holier than thou driving style. Um, and thank you for your donation, Twin Leaf. Thank you so much. Workforce 520 says, in high school, I got to ride in a Chrysler Fifth Avenue. Okay, there were good Chrysler Fifth Avenues, and then there were ones based on the K platform, which were crap Um, Maybe you rode in one of those Fifth Avenues. They did that that type of upholstery thing where they they have the 
automotive equivalent of the pillow topper. Yeah. It's like a car seat, and then there's another cushion on top of the cushion, but it's sewn into the regular cushion. We have to get a car that has one of these things in it. The, the, the old Chrysler New Yorker that we filmed in the snow, yeah. I think may have had it, but they were all pressed down and it, compressed. It's so. weird. Out of all the shoots that we've done, uh, that's the one shoot where I could pretty much remember every single beat of that day of like or of that shoot because of the snow. And we like, got stuck. We got st- well, no, the one we got we stuck. With the echo. Oh no! Yes, the we did get got, stuck. Yeah, we got, got stuck. stuck, and there was um because I'm thinking it was all contained in one location, and we ended up moving it for yeah. pickup shots, and then we had to dig the guy's car out, mm-hmm. and then uh there were people, but the thing that I remember most vividly is okay, it's snowing, right, and there are people kayaking in the little like lake nearby. Really? Yeah, because it hadn't like obviously it hadn't frozen or anything, mm. but because it was an early snowfall, but uh it was just kind of strange because I'm like I'm from this area, and I don't know people to be this. Even like the fitness nuts, like yeah. the weekend warriors, because it was like a Saturday or a Sunday, like are not that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, something they do. Yeah. It was weird. Hmm. Let's see. Gear guts. I just got a 2001 Suzuki SV650. Good choice. Can't, uh, can't ride long distance because my knees are shot. Bad times. Recommends for a cruiser that isn't a Harley. Honda Shadow. Also, when are you going to do Joe Rogan? (laughs) Dude, like, every now and again, people ask me, what are your goals for regular car reviews? It's like, right now, things are going kind of okay. I guess we're in the November. November sweeps, we talked about this three times already, but November sweeps happen, are are equally as lucrative on the internet as they are on uh, TV. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just want to keep doing it. I want to travel more. Yeah. I want to travel. I want to go back to New Zealand. And I do want to be on the Joe Rogan experience. But I don't want it to be a fan push thing. Yeah. I want him to want us to be on there. I want it to he be on He is a car guy. Yeah. Yeah. I want sorry. it to be on his terms. Yeah. I Well, I mean, I want to get on there on our own merits. And even, exactly. if, it's, even if it's just you. Like, because the whole thing about it is that like I would be super nervous because like, I think Joe, he sort of is so like, I think I'm a pretty well-read guy, but I think he's probably in terms of life experience. Yeah. He's 50. Yeah. Like it's just, we're in our thirties. He's lived 20 years longer. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like just in terms of things he's done, like, because, okay, I was talking with my friend Brad today because he wants to start his own podcast and he was asking me for advice. That's why I messaged you about like, hey, what kind of, what's the literal equipment that we use? Oh yeah. But, uh, what kind of computer is this? This is a Livono V570. Our mixer is donated from a fan, is a Berengner. Yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Eurotrack, Eurorack, UB802. And, the recorder that records, uh, oh, Brian, you son of a bitch. No, I knew the Zoom wasn't on. Oh, like, I, see, I, see, it's on and it's on standby, but yeah. I didn't hit because it's blinking. No, I'll get it from YouTube. It'll just go up tomorrow once we're back in the hotel. Okay. Like, because I'm not going to do anything. And after the thing this. that records everything, I mean, most people who do YouTube and stuff own Zooms. This is an old H4, but you can get new ones, you can get mini ones. That's it. 
The microphones are donated from a fan. These are Audio-Technica P48s. And that's it. Oh, and the, well, podcast, you know, doesn't have that video, but it's just a Logitech yeah. uh, webcam that's uh, wedged into a box for a Falcon rear view mirror, uh, side mirror that will never get put on my Falcon. Yeah. It's um my, but basically my friend Brad, he wanted advice. And one of the things was that he was, because we're both Rogan fans, right? Mm. And he said that, uh, well, you know, Rogan, he kind of like has on all sorts of different people. And I said, that's the point is with Rogan, one of the most overlooked things about why his podcast is so compelling and as successful as it is, is because he actively seeks out people he dis- disagrees with to have mm-hmm. on the show. And it's one of the last bastions of what I feel to be respectful discourse of yeah. he will have someone on, he'll have a Milo Yiannopoulos on who he doesn't agree with and they'll argue. And then at the end of the day, maybe they're smoking a bowl. Maybe they're having some yeah. shots or whatever, but at the end of the day, they're going to shake hands, hug it out, whatever. Yeah. And say, you know, good on you. Like I'm coming to you at a, a place where I understand where you're coming from now, even if I don't agree with it. Yeah. And I feel like, in this day and age, we need to have more people who are willing to hear out the other side, even if we don't agree with it, and find that opinion to be anathema. We, That's a good word. Yeah, it's a great word. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's one of those things where I just think people should be able to talk that way. And Rogan is one of the few places where you can have that thing mm-hmm. and have crazy, you know, like Eddie Bravo conspiracy theories and Joey Diaz stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we got to refresh. Yeah, we do. I think. Dragon Arcadia says, I was just listening to your last podcast. And honestly, if you're we on Rogan, I would want you there. I don't think I could hold the whole thing myself. Uh. Um, uh, I was just listening to your last podcast. And even if I did do it with Rogan by myself, I'd have to have a cheat sheet yeah. just of like topics. I could like, he's interested in the Appalachian Trail. I could talk about that. Well, the fact that he's a car guy, he can, we have plenty to talk about, but I could bring up the Appalachian Trail. I could bring it up bring up skiing i can bs my way through mma with him like a little bit we just talk about wrestling he he likes wrestling i mean he doesn't watch it but he he appreciates the physicality yeah yeah like his thing his his opinion with pro wrestling kind of changes depending on who the guest is so Mm -hmm. if it's like you know if you have a boss rutin or i think it's pronounced like boss houghton or something correct yeah uh where he is kind of you know, not denigrating, but like he understands where they're coming from of seeing it as a fake sport. But if he has like Diamond Dallas Page on, yeah, he's he's obviously going to be more respectful of the physicality mm-hmm. and how it's an entertainment art form. Yeah, but yeah. Dragon Arcadia says, "I was just listening to your last podcast with Justin Burnout. I was just texting him today, and you read a super ch- and you read a super chat I left when I was drunk and didn't remember making. Oh, okay." <laughs> It was probably the hardest I laughed in a heart in a whole t- in a long time. Well, I'm glad you got your money's worth out of it. Uh, man, there's a lot of super chats coming in. I think yeah, I'm we gonna have bust to get, out the sign. Bust out the sign. Uh, there was someone because Mag- I'm about to take a sleeping pill. There was a Magnus guy up there who said, "Let me uh, refresh this thing." F5 you, to freedom. Nice. You should take a shot every time Nick says it's one of those things. I'm like, you would, your liver would be like. Your liver, your liver would be calling an Uber. Yeah, your liver would be as black as a well digger's asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, just you wouldn't see anything coming out of there. 
within an hour because I have a lot of fallback phrases that I kind of go back to after a while. You know, it's one of those things. So yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know is another one of those. So yeah. Duh! Fuck me. <laughs> but yeah, let me just make sure that sign isn't covering up either one of us because it's a little bit wide. I'm. I realized it as no, it's fine. I was writing it, but because I wrote it in marker, I just left it that way. But it really should be currently wrapping up this week's podcast and not currently wrapping this week's podcast up because it's not grammatically correct. And to end a sentence with a preposition. Yeah, like <laughs> you represent the, the United US government. States government. <laughs> not end a sentence with a preposition. God, that movie's so. That was such a great movie. All right, I'll be right back. You can feel the question. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Well, where were we left? Uh, what would a Dodge Stratus be the official car of? Um, hmm. This is a good one. A Dodge Stratus would be the official car of... Hmm. Ah, shit. All right. Give me a second to think, because I'm not as good on my feet as Brian is with these types of things. A Dodge Stratus is the type of car for someone who's dropping their kid off at karate practice. And, you know, it's basically they're using their kid as dropping their kid off at karate practice as an alibi for why they weren't banging someone else. So, yeah. All right. Dodge Stratus. I use my... Bleh. Dodge Stratus, I use dropping my kid off at karate practice as an alibi for why I'm not banging my mistress. Because realistically, are you going to do the time analysis of how long I would need? Everybody knows, you know, how long do you really need to get off? Maybe three, four minutes? Uh, but if it's the mistress, you can just like, hey, head on over to where the eh, see. This is falling apart. This is why I don't normally do these things on the fly, and I just I have to think about it for a while because it's kind of a it's kind of a mistress thing. <laughs> I I like my mind immediately goes to the cliche of the mistress and what that does. Mm. All right, I got a half an hour before the sleeping pill kicks in. So, what did you just answer? Oh, I, uh, what would a Dodge Stratus be the official car of? Okay. Henry, been out of college for two years. Oh, that's stretch. Yeah. Mm. I'm a nurse by trade. Are you still employed? The clinic I donate at. The clinic I donate at. The cl clinic at which I donate. I'm being Donate your time? Gave $50 for the first five visits and went to 85 oh oh this guy was talking about donating plasma oh okay and went to 85 dollars for bi-weekly donations who could afford to give bi-weekly donations i guess you get it back in three days but no it's just that like it's not a pleasant thing like not particularly like it's not an unpleasant thing but it's not a pleasant thing i think i had to watch like the the place in reading that i went like three times I didn't they, know they would you play like Reading. Yeah, this is uh just south of Reading. I forget where it was. We passed by it one once or twice. I don't once or twice. I don't think it's here. They had a big banner that went across. It's just like a uh 
like half of a gymnasium floor filled with beds, everybody together donating like like you're all hooked up to the matrix <laughs> and a bunch of nurses uh, circling around reminding you to squeeze the tennis ball. And they had a bunch of TVs playing uh, crowd pleaser movies like uh, Basketball and Adam Sandler's The Longest Yard. Mm. And then there was... Yeah, Joey Diaz is in that. Yeah, he is in <laughs> yeah, that. Is. And then that one movie with vampires and werewolves, Underworld or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that played. And... It was a sickening feeling thinking that I was the smartest person in the room. That a lot of these people were low lives, crude, common folk in a very dry, Dreiserian way, mm. like excruciatingly common. Uh, the type of people, and I've used this term before, the type of people who would, who in high school were shoving pens in pencil sharpeners. Uh. And here they are, and here I am with them. Man, I fell out of my habit of rereading Sister Carrie once a year, and I need to get back into it. Because that book, I find something new every time I read it. It's, yeah, like great literature. Uh, uh, there was a subnormality, which is a pretty, it, it was a comic, and now Cracked has been animating it. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's this one guy having this talk about how Star Wars, like the original Star Wars, becomes different every time he rewatches it ten every ten years. Yeah, um, because he's a different person. Yeah, it's what I love about it is that when you're reading the first quarter of it, if you were told where it would end up, like yeah. you wouldn't believe it from how it starts. Right, and that's what I kind of that's one of the things I love about it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Doc Jones five. It says, hey guys, rumor has it that the redesigned 2020 WRX STI will be a hybrid drivetrain. I don't put it past them. I I think Subaru would do something in the in uh to this spirit of the the engine may uh, the engine may drive the it may be front wheel drive with uh gasoline only and have an electric motor in the rear. Hmm. In terms of like an entry level NSX type, I think the NSX is different. I think it's gasoline in the rear and electric in the front, or Frass Prius thoughts. Um, Subaru has never really been, apart from making all wheel drive accessible to everybody, has not been an innovator, even in terms of turbocharging. Uh, you would go to Toyota for that. They were so good they cheated. Uh, they, <laughs> uh, I. Now, granted, yes, Honda was there first with, with the NSX in 2020. Rumor has it. I could see him doing it, but uh, they live. Their WRX line lives on aftermarket support. And now the question becomes, how much are they committed to their fan base? And how much would they lose? I mean, Mitsubishi isn't doing the Evo anymore. How much would they lose to Volkswagen? Because around here, it's VW versus Subaru. There is, there isn't, there is not a Honda scene around here where I live. Yeah, not really. Although, strangely enough, my mother is kind of interested in a Honda Pilot. 
But, I mean, it's just a matter of finding something that, finding a place where they're not charging you north of 30 grand for a four-year-old car. So, eh, eh. Burgundy Burnout says, I do donate red blood donations every six months and one time, every six months you're doing doing red blood, not just plasma, red blood. And one time I did it right before band practice. Nice. (laughs) And I expected to not have to do it, but my senior year, uh, my senior year BS band director made me and I passed out while doing a marching maneuver. Wait, he made you donate blood? He made you. He can't do that. He can't do that. That's like... That's... Yeah. They yeah, can't no, make they, you donate. They can't... Unless I'll he bet, made I'll you be, do the maneuver. Un, unless he like guilted you into doing it. Yeah. Un, like everybody else was doing Demanded it. the entire band do it because you couldn't like... You can't donate if you're like under a hundred pounds or something like that. Because I knew there were a bunch of uh, uh, girls on student council who wanted to donate. Like the whole deal is that the whole student council and I wasn't part of student council, but the whole student council wanted to say that every one of us donated, but some of the girls were too small and too uh, underweight. It was like, no, you can't do this. Oh, they are they're saying made in March, not donate. Oh, okay. That makes more <laughs> way more sense. Oh, okay. Because that would be yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's that see. sucks, Burgundy Burnouts. Yeah. Skins Nats Cap says five star Mitsubishi in Altoona. Wait, no, Altoona. Yeah. Seriously, Altoona is a swamp of outlanders and awful lancers. I mean, I don't necessarily know enough to be able to disagree with it. Uh, because I think I've been to Altoona once yeah. in my entire life. I went to Altoona because I was lonely. That one time when I drove the, uh, I tried to get to Altoona. There's a video, RCR goes to Altoona or Mr. Regular goes to Altoona. And for those of you listening on iTunes, what I'm doing is I'm using the handle of a metal spork <laughs> to uh, muddle up the frozen strawberries into my uh, seltzer water. So it tastes more like strawberries because these strawberries aren't melting fast enough. Well, snozberries taste like snozberries. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. I I don't dis- necessarily disagree with the assertion of Outlanders and Awful Lancers and five-star Mitsubishis. But, you know, then again, I know next to nothing of Altoona because Pennsylvania is a stupidly large state. When you get down to it, like there's a lot of depth and breadth of sometimes you, sometimes you can't drive in a straight line. Yeah. A lot of times. Skin Nats caps. Oh, you just answered that one. Will Bowers says, I got an import turbo diesel Volkswagen Jetta. It's a wacky car. I'm fixing to do a Frybird. Frybrid? Fibrid. Vegetable oil conversion to do for fun. Love you guys. Yeah, I remember in the early 2000s, there were a few guys doing that. I've never heard the term Frybrid. Frybrid. Why is that so hard to say? Frybrid. Frybrid. Yeah. It's very nice. I Um, remember seeing like a 98 Jetta, diesel Jetta, with a grease conversion. What the guy was doing was running a marine fuel tank in the trunk. And he ran the radiator coolant lines into it, into a copper or some metal coil inside the 
inside the nice. uh, marine tank where the vegetable oil went. So the car would start on diesel, and as the as the engine temperature came up to temp, it would heat up the oil, the vegetable oil in the tank because you know when oil is cold. Yeah. It's not viscous and it can't flow through the fuel injectors. It would just clog up the lines. Yeah. So all and plus all the uh the grease, the the vegetable oil went to was a uh a solenoid switch before uh before or after the fuel pump. Or they would both have to have their own fuel pump. Excuse me. What I'm doing is I'm chewing the calluses off the off the palm of my hand from the all of the all of the weights at my gym have the diamond knurling oh, on the handles. Oh, okay, yeah, so do mine. Yeah, but I don't use those. I do the lat pull down. Ah. I'm just like boom, yeah. Our lat pull down is knurled diamond as well. Like oh, everything our, has a freaking knurled diamond things, with the exception of the machines. So, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Like in when I, in high school, our weight room was like technically state of the art for the county and you used to be able to switch out what the bar was Mm -hmm. on the on the pull down so that you could have the the close together one or you could have the rope or you could have the long ways with the diamond and basically you changed what it was but yeah chuck fish six axb longtime fan excited for the new rcr story thank you sir Oh, thank you. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I'm excited for you all to see it. I mean, like, part of my concern is always been that people are going to, I I don't know, people tend to sort of pick everything apart, which is always a concern for me. But at the end of the day, like, I'm super proud of this, and it has a lot of things that weren't in other RCR stories. You know, I feel like it's a better... Okay, it's like something that everyone kind of already has heard about, but it's also done in a more long-form storytelling fashion, and it features cameos from, you know, like this guy, from, you know, my mom, my brother, my sister, my nephew, like... Dominic? Dominic, like he's in this. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dominic is the owner of the Marauder that we did, and a good friend of ours, and he, like, everybody... I tried to bring a lot of people into this because after a while, when you're editing your own audio, you get sick of the sound of your own voice at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to hear other voices. And my sister, okay, she graduated from Kutztown with a degree in theater. And at the end of the day, I was kind of, I wanted to bring her in, but I also kind of felt like you're almost too good for this in a weird way. And so she really over delivered in a uh, certain way. And so I'm like, Oh, so now I got to like, I, I don't know. Cause I'm not much of an actor at all, but everybody else for the roles that I gave them, like did a great job. Like you did a good job. Uh, uh, Dominic did a good job. My brother, he only had like two lines and my nephew only had one, but they did a good job. My mom had like five lines and, she sounds like my mom. She sounds like she's never acted a day in her life and she hasn't, but like 
she's always had this dream of being like a voice actor and it never occurred to me to like use her for something like this but like there was a role that popped up that kind of worked mm-hmm. and so i'm like hey let me just throw her in there and now we're getting all the like press f to pay respect so i'm guessing like yeah. the stream went out it'll Uh-oh. come back it'll let me have a look at obs here yeah obs we got a green square it says says running all right, well, oh, I guess some people's streams are lagging, but mm. uh, next uh, question, I guess. Let's see. Cajun Y says, come on down to Louisiana and enjoy some glorious gumbo or jambalaya. Does any of that have shellfish in it? Because I'm allergic. Some sort of rice dinner, I think. Huh. Oh, like Zatarans. I don't know. Um, we were somewhere, and I, I think we, I think we were in some sort of chain restaurant, and we just got a plate of hot brown. And I said, "Ah, jambalaya." <laughs> I don't know what this is—a bowl. And I don't know what part of country I'm in. <laughs> this is—I mean, probably this bowl is happy, and I remember it was slightly salty, and it was a thing. Yeah, Someone says stuff. it just ended for you. F. Someone yeah. says we're good. Will Down see. says the stream is fine. What? Oh, for crying out loud, this Zizel commercial. Let me uh, see. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm still getting it. All right. Me and my white shirt with like part of my nips showing. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, it's happening. Um, Matt King. Matt King says you need it more than me, poor man. Thank you for the well, donation. Thank you for the donation. Uh, Michael Keogh. Nick, I'd love to hear your take on Leyland. They are, there are Australian only market Leyland that are, there are Australian only market Leylands that are tragic failures. Famously the P76. Um, and that was back when we were talking about, uh, you know, possible topics for an RCR story. And my thing was, my thing is like, I don't actually know anything about British Leyland. So, this would be me delving into something that I don't actually know anything about. See what Tom Clark's up to. Hey, Tom, <laughs> take a take a time out of your now uh, theater production. Yeah, like his his uh, thing is like he's the one who got me on the RCR uh, on um, the Isle of Man. Like ah. he told me about the Isle of Man, and I didn't know anything about it. Mm. And uh, I'm uh i had an idea for a story on saturn and after a while i was like and eh, this isn't really working like i'm trying to write it because it was i don't know i was just trying to think of something that i could do that would be quick now tom gave me the idea of the olive man i'm like oh great this will be like a great 15 minute thing turns into like a 45 minute yeah. thing but I realized that wasn't a story that could be told briefly because you had to go into the Dunlops. You had to go into the history of why this race is dangerous. And so every time I try to say that I'm going to do something brief, it has to expand larger than it is because I feel like I want to tell stories. Yeah. Like that's my thing. I want to be a storyteller in a way. Man, I want to do more and more journals. And I like it when you do stories because, uh, I mean, I listen to your Dale documentary at least once a year now. Nice. Um, I appreciate that. And also because I don't know what's about to happen or I forget because I wasn't, I'm, I, I'm hardly involved. Actually, this is the only RCR story or documentary that I've ever been involved in, mm. apart from uploading it on YouTube when Nick sends it to me. <laughs> 
Jeff V says, good luck in Austin. Have a blast. Tell Steph Schrader she's one of the best writers on Jalopnik. Hell yes, she is. Is she, she still is. on Jalopnik? She I is. she was like doing her own. And she's doing her own thing, but she's still doing Jalopnik. She's doing video now, which is excellent. And um, yeah, she'll, she's going to try to um, uh, sneak away from uh, the F1 races this weekend as well. Uh, to oh, come to the RCR meet. Yeah. And she also said that there's a Jalopnik meet afterward at 8 p.m. Our meet ends at like 4 or 5. What time is our flight on Sunday? 2 p.m. Oh, all right. well, yeah. So, it's so we're like going to be so- checked out of our hotel. You know, checkout is usually like 11. Mm. And geez, we'll get we'll get to the Austin airport at like noon. Mm. Be there for two and a half hours. Yeah. So, you know, Austin Airport isn't very big. It's a little bit larger than Harrisburg. Weird. So, but very busy because, uh, also I remember Austin Airport only has one security line. So I'm so glad we have TSA pre. I remember I looked at that line and looked (laughs) at the TSA pre line and I'm like, zip (laughs) right around that hot mess. Um, People keep saying that the stream is down, but this is like my phone right now and we're still happening. Maybe it's because of my proximity to the stream itself. Well, that doesn't make sense. I that mean, this thing is going to a, a <laughs> going to a YouTube server and then all the way back here. It's not like it's taking a shortcut directly from I th- my laptop right there. There are some people in the chat oh, who say me. like it's not affecting them. And so I'm I'm really sorry. This will go up tomorrow at some point in the day on audio so that you can listen to it. It still says the stream health is at 2000 um, kilobytes a second. <laughs> this so, guy says, yeah, boy. So, Mr. Regular, you know your way around bikes, right? I ripped apart the carbs on my 92 XJ600, and I can't honestly figure out how the carb set fits back on its rail. Should I just take it to a shop? Oh, you took each carb off the rail. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, each one of those carbs, they're not interchangeable. They go on a specific part of that mounting rail. You should have just taken the carbs off all as one and not disconnected him from just taking the bowls and, and the slides off um look uh i could probably get them back together but um yeah you can always take them to a shop uh Look on Bike Bandit. I think they have some of their uh, schematics there when you go to buy stuff. Mm. Looks anyway, like... uh, Iced Inc. says... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Now my thing is, like, down. Oh. <laughs> no, it, well, I mean, apparently it's happening with, oh, like, all over YouTube. Apparently there's, like, a server issue. All right. Yeah, even with ads. So, I mean... Right, I'm, putting, I'm getting the zoom h4 going so at least we'll have something during the break yeah 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 to just finish it off um i don't know who we're talking to yeah nobody knows who we're talking to um yeah i mean hold for sound all right cool Welcome to the... There it goes. 
Welcome to the YouTube is down stream. <laughs> uh, I guess I can have this thing on medium. Medium, medium. There we go. Yeah. Someone I says it's still playing for him. Okay. What you're listening to is a standalone stream being recorded onto my Zoom H4 during RCR 50. Yeah. So if the stream went down and you can't hear anything going on. All right. So now it's playing for me. That, again. Now it's back. Now on. it's back. Like, what is, what is life? Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep the H4 going anyway. Yeah. Might as well. Like, why not? Um, where were we in terms of uh, the super chat? Super chat. Um, we just said that Steph Schrader is a great journalist and we're now going to Iced Inc., who's donated again thank you so much and said dad clicked before i was fully satisfied with my quip Ugh. nick always glad to hear uh, hear of your weight loss inspired me to tighten my own efforts some more started 289 in april now 263 he's five foot nine nice dude that is actually way more weight than i lost damn because i went Wait, I was like 210 and I went to 288. Now I'm 292 because of like, I, I got too lax. But now I'm going to be back on, you know, Johnny on the spot and all that. Uh, After we go to Austin and be treated to legit Mexican food and barbecue. Yeah, like that's going to be like the hard part. And, and then if we like, just eat nothing but meat and vegetables, we should be good. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to, like, make it until... Okay, like, the holidays is always the hardest part because that's when everyone wants to feed you. Yeah. Of, like, please eat, have more seconds, and they put helpings on your plate without you asking. Yeah. And suddenly you feel compelled to finish those helpings. So, yeah, I don't know. Final three questions. Uh, I think we got some more after this. Gotta be, yeah. uh, someone right. didn't mind the sign. Anyway. Clayton Appleby, yo, I'm thinking of getting a late 2000s Audi A6. Do you think it's worth it in terms of reliability and long distance? No. Compared to my old GMC SUV? No. <laughs> I think I think the Audi A6 is going to make you feel like a budget baller, and replacing that's going to be a pain in the dick. Uh, I, think, I think I would honestly rather see you in a Honda CR-V. Than an Audi A6 Honda CRV with a manual, but you want something classy. But you're buying an Audi from the early 2000s? No, not that old. Uh, GMC SUV, you can buy parts for really cheap. An Audi A6, you can't. Um, reliability and long distance, you're going to get nothing from a more expensive Volkswagen. Um, gee, I would rather see you in a in a Golf from the early 2000s than that. Golf, you can get the parts cheaper. Audi A6. I know why you want it, because you have Quattro Dreams. But you could you you could get like a like a 2.5 RS from a Subaru, but you you want an, an interior that impresses people. Uh, this is punching above this is punching above your weight class and punching more than your wallet can handle. You're going to get better mileage, certainly, than that GMC SUV. Maybe. But, the, but as the English say, uh, what you gained on the roundabout, you'll lose on the straight. Or hmm. maybe, yeah, John Wood says in the regular chat, had an A6, don't do it. 
Uh, yeah, those are cars you buy, you lease them, and then you get rid of them before stuff breaks. I can feel that sleeping pill start to work. Yeah. Uh, can you can you read the here. next one? Yeah. Uh, Crazy Ivan two times. Oh, wait, no. Bryson Webley. I started a job two years ago that made me realize something that kind of messed with my head. Part of growing up is realizing that uh, mom and dad's arms isn't the safest place to be and never really was. Huh. That's dark. That is dark and deep. Uh, and I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Mm, and miles to go before I sleep. I'm guessing you worked in some kind of uh, child support or government program or maybe in education. Possibly. Yeah. Some people really get the short end of the stick with parents. Tell me about it. Yeah. And that sets up their whole life. Um, but hey, man, it makes you... Knowing that other people are out there who, eh, it's borderline Schadenfreuden, but seeing how some people have it, you really appreciate your own parents better. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Bri thanks, Bryson Webley, <laughs> uh, th and thank you for your donation. Yeah, thank you, uh, Crazy Ivan, two times. Uh, no, today had a close call today. Chevy SUV lost all brakes behind me. Driver cut hard right into a parking lot, inches from hitting me. Driver okay. Well, thank you for that driver for being quick, um, uh, quick-minded and sacrificing their own vehicle and not taking anybody else down with them. Yeah, because it would because they're going to mess up easy. their own vehicle anyway if their brakes go. Why, why? Why do other people? Why do you have to ruin somebody else's day? Yeah, that's just selfish. <laughs> and glad you're okay. Obviously. Yeah, glad you're okay. And thank yeah. you for your donation. And then uh, this one, it might not actually load because I got a tweet that said, um, "Oh, all right, never mind." Um, that the server issues aren't us; that all of YouTube is down. But um, hmm. let's see. Well, we got we? we got the H four going. Well, these are the final two questions of the night before we hit the hay, and yeah. it's TJ Kusumano. Did you get the PDF of the Libao Black Giant brochure from China? What did you what? think? Um, it's probably in the Gmail, and we just haven't checked uh, yet. Oh, um, but sorry, like we haven't. <laughs> um, Hopefully by the time next week uh, we will, and if that's the case, don't the Bayo Black John. I guess it's a car, 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 coral, 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 coral. coral. Stop eating all that chocolate pudding, coral. Um, and then. Last but not least, Chuckfish6 AXP. Ever thought of doing something like a regular road review? Yes. Um, I thought about doing, uh, like, the glory that is uh, Pennsylvania State Highway 61 mm. and its trials and tribulations and the part of it that's on fire. Yeah. You know, everything, like, the beginning to the end, the story of this road. That'd be neat. It wouldn't make a whole lot of money. It'd be fun for me to write, though. Yeah. And it'd be a way for me to do, like, community work and talk to grumpy old men who wear their green snapback baseball caps <laughs> at the Red Lion restaurant in... It's very specific. Yeah. Um, um, who want to talk about our good roads. <laughs> They'll pat me on the back yeah. when I'm done and get an attaboy from someone uh, yeah. I who mean, otherwise wouldn't be so warm to me. Like, my I, thing back at the time was that 
I von Waffensburg says the sign isn't the boss of me. Have some Radwood money. Well, thank you for the $5. Thank you. I'll use uh, your $5 to buy uh, uh, some protein bars at Philadelphia International Airport tomorrow. Yeah, because technically the sign just says no more questions. I'm not saying anything about donations. But ultimately, like my idea back in the day when we were like first starting to get like rolling with this was that a second channel would be the Pennsylvania channel that's literally just Pennsylvania history. But I realized, like, a Pennsylvania channel would make no money whatsoever. Like, who cares about, like, you know, the history of... Well, actually, no. Some people would care about Centralia. But there are any number of weird, gross stories... Or not... But... There are weird, like, gross stories about Pennsylvania that are kind of, um, like the Bud Dwyer thing. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a bridge too far. Uh, uh, but, uh, there are, there are stories that, there are stories that, uh, aging parents would love to rock a by themselves to, uh, songs for songs for empty nest mothers in their late 50s breasts resting on their stomach <laughs> as they as they sit on doily covered couches behind in front of wood paneled walls and reflect and polish the good times you you could talk about that Husbands whose penises descend into their ball sacks like a child reclining into a beanbag chair. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right, that's kind of drugs. Uh, yeah, I think that's us because we're we're like five from nine thirty, and the sleeping pills hitting you hard. Drugs and uh, the oh. Chuckfish AXP <laughs> living vicariously through you guys in Ohio. At least you have hills. Do we, though? <laughs> well, not in terms of Rockies, but yeah, we got hills. Yeah, we got hills. And I am ready to descend into a, sw into a sweet, sweet dead suber. Yeah. Drown me in the sounds of vapor. Right. So I will uh, upload this. You sound like a didgeridoo. <laughs> Well, ultimately, I am going to post this at some point tomorrow, probably back at the hotel, because YouTube has processed this, assuming that YouTube didn't lose all the audio in between, in which case we'll have to go off of the Zoom, which the Zoom won't be with us. So in which case, this will be the lost episode of the RCR podcast. But all I know how to say is thank you for joining us for our 50th ever RCR podcast. And hopefully you'll enjoy what we do in Austin. I am Nick. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> and we will talk to you uh at some other future point yep have a good one everybody have a good night yep bye, bye. stop yeah someone just said youtube's, <laughs> YouTube's alive, alive again. again for some people it never stops i think it was kind of selective yeah um for whatever reason i don't know why but uh i got a
text, or not a text, a tweet from Burgundy Burnouts that said uh, the server issues aren't you, like YouTube is just down. For uh, I, I hope I hope it logged the whole thing. Um, I can't imagine it didn't. Because yeah, I gotta make room for you to sleep. Oh, alright, cool. Um, you said recycling goes under the table? Uh, you put the recycling in my trash can right now because my recycling bin's full gotcha. in there. Still streaming, huh? Yep. Have a good night, guys.